No, baby, that's for somebody else. We're just gonna keep you right where you're at right now. The Wrestling Realm presents Break It Down with Brian H. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this edition of Break It Down with Brian H. I am your host, Brian H. Waters. This show, of course, is brought to you by The Wrestling Realm, where you can see my brother in the back, the real Dwayne Allen and I. The, we are the CEOs and owners of this brand, this show. So, make sure you check out the Wrestling Realm on the Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. We're there. Search Wrestling Realm. Of course, with a realm being spelled W-R-E-A-L-M for those who are currently listening on their podcast. And if you could be listening on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, you name it, we are there. And if you're on YouTube, make sure you hit the subscribe button. And while you're there, browse some of the other stuff that we've done on this brand. Make sure you check out. We go all the way back to 2011. You know, you know, you might like wrestling then. You know, remember when CM Punk, you know, guy who made a comeback this past week? You know, we talked about him heavy because we was right in the thick of things during his run. So you can relive that conversation or you can see some of our timeless material. We give you our best SummerSlams, our best Intercontinental Champions, WWE Champions, the best and the worst. Um, but then there's also things we discussed, bounties in professional wrestling, gang warfare. And then we also... Uh, we talked about breakout superstars back in 2017. Who were the breakout stars in professional wrestling? So we talked about that. So subscribe there. You can get that. Make sure you also check out my cousin who did this beat for the show, Hypno Beats, on the Instagram. So ladies and gentlemen, allow us to go right into the first thing we're going to talk about. Becky Two Belts. Yes, Becky Lynch, folks. She won the title both titles at WrestleMania 35. She became not only the Raw Women's Champion because she made uh, she pinned Ronda Rousey, but because it was a winner-take-all match, she became the SmackDown Live Women's Champion. And we all know Ronda Rousey has gone on what she called an uh, impregnation. And we, I guess I said it right. She's going getting ready to start a family. So she's taking a break from the world of professional wrestling. So there's been a girl named Lacey Evans who stepped up and she's made it known that she wants Becky's Raw Women's Championship. So after Becky Lynch defeated Alicia Fox this past week, Lacey Evans came and attacked her. Now we know she attacked her the night after WrestleMania. I believe it was the night of the Superstar Shakeup. Uh, either way, uh, Lacey Evans did it again and now it's official. They're going to take on each other. But... We go to SmackDown, where they said that Becky Lynch and Charlotte would have a face-to-face. -face. The first time they went face-to-face -face since seeing each other in the main event of WrestleMania. And Charlotte said, look, you didn't beat me. And Becky had to remind her, the rules was winner take all. What did you think was going to happen? Well... Uh, Bailey comes out and Bailey said, look, we've seen this story over and over again. And because of that, we got, oh, <coughs> excuse me, because of that, we got a match, an impromptu match. 
Or maybe it wasn't because Charlotte was in her gear. Nonetheless, it was Bailey versus Charlotte. The winner would face Becky Lynch to get a future opportunity for the WWE SmackDown Live Women's Championship. So, right there, this is what I like. That the titles are not merged. Becky's just holding two belts. What does that mean? That means she can defend one on Raw and one on SmackDown. This is what I was hoping they had did when they first... Well, I should say when they crowned, you know, the first time they did like the Undisputed Championship, I knew they wasn't going to. But I was like, you know, I would have loved to see Chris Jericho maybe defend the WWF Championship and maybe defend the World Championship. Unfortunately, you know, that's not the direction they were going. Even when Randy Orton and John Cena had that match, they made it clear that wasn't going to be the case. But they was all carrying, like, Randy Orton carried two belts. Daniel Bryan carried two belts, John Cena carried two belts, and then Brock Lesnar won, won the two belts, and only carried one. But Becky's carrying the two belts. I love it. That means she's not going to just uh, fit both of them to the same person, and it's official at Money in a Bank because after Charlotte won, Kayla Braxton asked Becky, like, hey, you know, what you going to do? She said, you know, I expect to be a fighting champion. I'm going to pull double duty. This is what I want to see. Now, I wouldn't be surprised if Becky loses the SmackDown Live Women's Championship to Charlotte. However, I'm, I'm kind of on the fence because I would like to see how long she'll do this. But then part of me is like, you know what, let's kind of, let's get one of those titles off. I know I said that last week. So, we shall see. So, let's move on. Folks, I know people are complaining. AJ Styles went on to win the, basically he was the last man standing they had Two triple threat matches. The winner would face Seth Rollins for the WWE Universal Championship. A lot of people don't like it. Here's how I feel about it, honestly. I understand people want to see Drew McIntyre. But me, personally, I want to see Drew McIntyre versus, uh, take the title from Seth Rollins. I'm, but, so I'm not mad at this match. Here's the question, though, and I ask everybody, tweet me at Brian H. Waters. Is Seth, is AJ Styles, who's the bigger face on Raw? AJ Styles or Seth Rollins? You know, because part of me wonders, okay, I understand them taking Roman off of this show, but what if they would have left AJ Styles on SmackDown? Would Raw really be stale? Or did you call AJ Styles over because you saw what he did with SmackDown? Now, I'm not really a ratings guy because me having a television background and also a digital media background, I understand things are different. We'll never be in the days where TV shows such as Monday Night Raw are getting five, sixes, and sevens um, like they was during the Attitude Era. But I did see something where the ratings dropped significantly. I think it was like a 2.9 to start off and then dropped down to a 2.1. So people were changing the channel. Now, you could say, well, you had the NBA playoffs. They know that. You know, NHL playoffs, they know that. But I don't know, man. I really don't. I think that AJ Styles is sent over, and I think they wanted to kind of get Seth Rollins going, and it was more important to, you know, kind of hotshot this for that reason. Um, but maybe we'll get Drew McIntyre chasing. And I guess the, the thought is also, we just had the superstar shakeup. We had enough of AJ Style, I mean um, Seth Rollins versus Drew McIntyre. So because of that, 
let's get him in the ring with AJ Styles. Perhaps there will be a uh, dusty finish or a non-finish. Maybe it's also money in the bank. Maybe there will be a cash in that night. Although, personally, I think that you'll see whoever has the money in the bank briefcase, I think you'll see them carry it for a while. Uh, last year was Braun Strowman. But how many people really remember that? You know, we know Alexa Bliss cashed in right away. It made sense because they wanted to get the title off of Nia, but to get it on Ronda Rousey. So I think personally that I think a, when a woman wins it, she's going to hold on to it for a while. And I think perhaps that's going to happen with a man. So I don't know. Um, but let's move on. SmackDown Live. Uh, just It just happened, so it may or may not be a picture. I don't know if I'm going to put it on post-production. Little behind the uh, curtain for you. The main event: Kofi Kingston taking on Shinsuke Nakamura. Kofi's first singles match since winning the WWE Championship last week. They, him and Xavier Woods, allowed Kevin Owens into the family. Everybody was waiting for the turn. They said, "When is Kevin Owens? He's going to turn on him." Nope. This week, after Rusev. Beat up, you know, it was, uh, yeah, Rusev, you know, the, the attacks happened. All of a sudden, Kevin Owens was helping, and then, boom, sweet chin music, right the, or oh, I should say, super kick, right the Kofi Kingston. And shout out to my boy Dr. D in the Wrestling Round group, my brother. He said, he put the gym of Stevie Wonder. Yes, we could all see it coming, but sometimes the predictability is good. And it's about the execution. And what a, I mean, what a shot. This is what Kofi Kingston needs. We saw him chase to get that championship, right? Chase, and he chased, and he fought, and he fought. Now he's going to have to fight harder to keep it. And you want a guy like Kevin Owens because Kevin Owens is one of the best heels in the business right now. And I think... That him chasing uh, Kofi Kingston is exactly what he needs right here. So only time will tell. I can't wait. More than likely, that's going to be your Money in the Bank match. I hope Kofi Kingston wins. I don't see, you know, part of me say, well, maybe they told uh, Kevin Owens, look, we're going to go with Kofi. You'll get the belt afterwards. But then, you know, this is much better because let's say Mustafa Ali doesn't get hurt, right? Then we get a face Kevin Owens versus Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania? No. No. Clearly, we got the best match. The greatest WrestleMania moment, in my opinion. We got that. One of the top five WrestleMania matches. So, we'll see. It's time for the top rope. Time for this week's top rope segment of the week. The top rope this week, ladies and gentlemen, it is official. We now finally know who will be Cody Rhodes, or I guess we got to call him Cody, who will be his opponent at Double or Nothing, the AEW show that we've long anticipating. It's going to be his brother, Dustin Rhodes, formerly known as The Natural. Now, this is my top rope because great storytelling, and I'm excited 
I want to see what kind of stories, how they going to sell this one. Because Dustin is making clear. He's got a bone to pick with Cody. Because it's the story of you want to fill dad's legacy. But you're not smart enough to realize you can't fill dad's shoes. I already learned that. You have, there's a 14-year difference, right? So, you heard the stories. We've seen them wrestle in the WWE, but this is going to be good because he says he's proud of him, but he's kind of got to give him a lesson because he's not ready to be just go ahead and be put to bed, you know? So, I can't wait for this. This is going to be good. This is, to me, I know a lot of people out there had who, you know, some guesses. Some people thought Marty or Skrull. To me, this is what I wanted to see. A Cody and Dusty, a Dustin match, not under the WWE machine. Because, you know, they're going to wwe it. I hate to say it. I mean, I'm a huge WWE fan. I know a lot of people, sometimes it's cool, sometimes it's not cool. I don't care what people say. I'm a huge WWE fan. So call me what you want. But I do recognize they always have their little filter on things. It's like Disney, right? So, and shout out to my friend Ashley, host of A&B Podcast, right? A and B sports. She's going to get on me because, uh, you know. But we were talking about Boy Meets World. So you had Boy Meets World or ABC growing up. It was one way. Then suddenly, 20, about 15, 20 years later, Girl Meets World. So now you got Corey and Topanga who are married now. And they have a daughter who's around the age when Corey was when Girl Boy Meets World started. But it had that Disney filter. And it just wasn't the same. It, you know, I watched it myself. I was like, Dad, why are you watching a girl show? And he was like, no, this is, this is Boy Meets World. This is what I grew up on. So that's the thing about that. You know, I understand that. Like, just like Dustin, I mean, just like Boy Meets Girl Meets World had that Disney filter, Dustin and Cody would have had that WWE filter. And that's not something we want. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to take my first break. Got a word coming up from my boy, The Shark. What is up, people? This is Sean Williams, host of Variety Bites, and, of course, one half of The Shark Attack with Sean Williams and J.P. Mayer as part of the Sean Williams Podcast Network right here on Anchor, as well as on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Podbean, and you are listening to Break It Down with my good friend, Mr. Main Event himself, Brian H. Waters. Brian, do your thing, my friend. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. So, we, Roman Reigns, folks, he's on SmackDown, and a big story coming in to this week's episode of SmackDown was... Would Roman get fired? We all know he punched out Vince McMahon a week ago um, after the situation with him and um, after the situation with Vince McMahon revealing Elias and then as the biggest acquisition, then here comes Roman, you know. But Shane McMahon comes out there and basically says, look, my dad's the, you know, a stand-up guy. Somebody everybody should aspire to be like, yada, 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 yada. <laughs> and then, you know, those two is getting ready to square up. But then here comes Elias and they, Elias and Shane attack Roman Reigns. This sets us up 
for Roman versus Elias at Money in the Bank. So my guess is that they didn't want to put Roman in a Money in the Bank match because I don't know. Maybe they're not ready to. They don't want to tease us with him in the world title picture. Maybe they're taking their time with him. Maybe they know how fans are going to be. They want to keep as much sympathy on Roman as possible. Um, with him being on SmackDown, it's a lot different than when he was on Raw because you could start to see the booze starting to come around again. People may not want to admit it, may not want to be admitting that they were the one booing, but we kind of saw it coming. But nonetheless, we saw Roman and Elias. They are going to be set for a one-on-one match at Money in the Bank. I know there was rumors that Elias was going to win the briefcase for there we, that's why you don't pay attention to the dirt sheets, folks. Um, so, I'm interested. I can't wait. Moving on. So, the Iconics. They're tag team champions, but since winning the gold, they can't seem to win a match. As we saw this past week, Naomi was victorious over Billy Kay, and then Kyrie Sane was victorious over Peyton Royce. So, I know what people are thinking. Why, why wouldn't... They win the tag titles. They don't win matches. Duh. They win when it's time. They win when they most need to. They win as a unit. Why? Because they're iconic. So that's great. I can't wait to see what goes on down between those two. Now it's time for our Tapped Out. Here's our Tapped Out segment of the week. You know, sometimes you wish for things and you wish for it and they give it to you, but then they take away something. And what happened this week? They gave us Bobby Roode, finally, right? As a heel, but they changed his name and now we have to call him Robert Roode. And they gave him the X-rated mustache, the creepy stash. What's Why? I, I just don't get it. Like, he's Bobby Roode. He's been Bobby Roode. He was a TNA world champion. You know, one of the biggest stars. Like I said, my dream match was always Bobby Roode versus Randy Orton. Now, when they got it, it wasn't that great, but, you know. But then they brought him to T, um, NXT. And he became glorious. And while he was there... He was winning championships. He won the NXT championship and was one of the best in the game. And then they bring him to the main roster. He becomes a baby face. It's like, all right, whatever. Wins the United States championship. Okay, that's cool. Then he teams up with Chad Gable. And I believe they were tag team champions. But he just it just didn't look right. It was out of place. Then they finally turned him heel. But, oh, no, we're going to change his name. Now he's Robert Roode. So, I'm not a fan of that at all. Not at all, folks. So, but hey, you know, I don't like it. Somebody do. Long as he becomes a world champion soon, I'll be fine. You know, but just position him in a good way, folks. You know, I just, you know, I'm just not a fan of Bobby Robert Roode. So, moving on, AEW got some new signers. How a shout out to Private Party. They are all elite signing with AEW. Got a chance to see these young men wrestle at CZW. Was one of the most entertaining teams I've ever seen in person. They came out there 
And uh, they was, you know, they was a party. They had this guy who was with her. I don't think he's their manager no more, but he had the suit. You know, when you go to the club and you always got that guy who's kind of like the bouncer, but you know, or the rich guy walks around with the suit, handing out the drinks. Um, you know, they had somebody like that. And, you know, they was out there just having fun, man. So, you know, congratulations to them. I'm excited to see them get their chance. Really hope they succeed. And then, of course... Another shout out, let's just hit the button, to the one and only Blue Pants, or as we should say, Leva Bates, who is now known as the Librarian. So, congratulations to Leva, one of my good friends, always enjoy playing Friday the 13th with her. Um, you know, shout out to her, took me to Columbia Burger when I went to wrestlemania 33 her me her my boy blake she said look we gotta do this we gotta gotta take you here with the columbia burger so i'm really happy for her obviously uh well deserved she's uh one of the most creative minds in the wrestling business i had an opportunity to call one of her matches at wsu wrestling and the um amount of time and that she spent with me before the masters let me know which spots to call and how to really sell it and get her character over shows how much she's invested and that's why i am really happy that she got this opportunity so congratulations to leva bates she is all elite so i'm gonna go ahead and take uh, my final break before we come from the realm Yo, this is Malik Smith with the No Rules Podcast, and you're listening to Break It Down with Brian H. Brought to you by the Wrestling Realm. And I'm back, ladies and gentlemen. So, coming up from the realm. Actually, you know what? Let's get right in. Let's let's hit the music. Huh? I'm going to start and not hit the music, right? And now, for our From the Realm segment, where I answer your questions from the Facebook fan page, the Facebook group page, and the Twitter at Wrestling Realm. From the realm this week. So check out the screen if you're on YouTube. As you can see, a little bit more production value added. Got the name. I'm only putting first names. I ain't putting everybody government out there. Even though this was coming from the Facebook fan page this week, all the questions. So you would see that last name. But in order to do that, you got to get in the Wrestling Realm group page. And there's questions. So make sure you answer those questions, even if the answer is no. Uh, you know, two questions. Is, I think one is like your favorite wrestler of all time. And the other is, have you ever watched the wrestling realm? And if you haven't, you should you should be now, obviously. But make sure you join the fan page. So the first question comes from my girl Diamond. Her question is, what in the entire hell did they do with Bray Wyatt? So obviously I didn't talk about this because I saw the questions. I knew I was like, you know what? Some of the stuff I ain't got to talk about until I get to these questions. What are they doing with Bray Wyatt? This almost ended up on a tapped out. I ain't going to lie. But I realized I dislike Bobby Roode more. Bray Wyatt, this seems very interesting. Could be something that could be funny down the line. I don't know where they're going with this. But it seems like maybe they're just trying to change his character to PG. And I'm thinking this could be one of those things. It could be a big, a small setback. Or I should say teaser for an even more crazier reveal down the line um that's what i'm thinking i'm not sure but it's certainly interesting uh, to say the least next question so we got two questions from my boy demaris of the flex zone and die sporting net so you see uh you heard him on the show we uh did a 
TLC post show, I think it was. He'll remind me. But nonetheless, why put Rude and Ricochet versus, and, no, why put, yeah, Rude versus Ricochet and Cesaro versus Alexander when all four knees showcase matches since they have been rebranded or moved didn't make sense. Um, So it's two things. Well, I think with Ricochet, you have a guy who's kind of going into his own. And you also have Bobby Roode, who you're trying to get over as a heel. Ricochet automatically has that instant baby face. So with Bobby Roode, he's the heel. And I think you get more heat on him this way by beating up a smaller guy like Ricochet. And I don't think this hurts Ricochet because he's going to be like a Jeff Hardy. He's going to be over no matter what because of what he can do in the ring. Then he asked, well, and as far as uh, Cesaro and Cedric, uh, I'm not really sure about that. We're not going to lie. Because um, I think, if anything, Cedric needs it more. But maybe they're trying to reestablish Cesaro as a top guy or give or send him into that next role as a top guy. So I think I'm going to reserve judgment for this one right now. His next question is, that, oh, why give away Rollins versus Styles already when we have Corbett or Drew as heels that are right there. Same thing. I think this is just a hot shot because they need to get the ratings going and they feel like AJ Styles is the guy. This reminded me of us getting AJ Styles versus Roman Reigns right after Roman had defeated Triple H. Even though um, AJ Styles was still new, people knew he could put on a good match. And that was for him, his way, where he earned his spot in the main event. So I think right here, it's two things that can happen. And I also thought about maybe Seth Rollins is hurt. And, may, you know, we saw that he talked about having broken back stuff and whatnot. So I thought he was going to lose at WrestleMania and he would be written off TV. Maybe that's going to happen now. So, and maybe they're going to run with AJ Styles. I don't know. Um, but this also could set up for a cash-in. This could be something bigger. Maybe Drew McIntyre wins the money in the bank briefcase and he cashes in. God knows we hope Baron Corbin does it. But... That would definitely draw a lot of heat. And next we have the shark. So shark has quite a few questions as always. Um, first, uh, since Bobby Roode is in a singles run and a heel again, will this work or can it still backfire? I think this works. I think this is exactly what he needs. Um, long as he turns it up a notch and we can get what we got in NXT and TNA, I think this works. Next question. Why does WWE or at least Vince hate Heel factions so much except in NXT or NXT UK. I don't know. Um, maybe because heel factions may have to play bullies and he doesn't want to do that. That's the only thing I could think of. Um, I know that's what Bully Ray was saying that Vince told him like he couldn't have the Bully Ray character because of the Be A Star campaign. Um, so I'm not really sure. Uh, he also asked, uh, oh. Okay, um... Next question. Can this goofy Mr. Rogers neighborhood from hell gimmick work for Bray Wyatt? Or is WWE trying to fix something that wasn't broken? Um, I think this can work. Um, I think Bray has that ability to be able to pull something out of nothing. So I think he's that good. I think people underestimate that about Bray Wyatt because we just never really had to see that side of him. So this is going to be interesting. We're going to find out what we have with him. If you could pick two Money in the Bank winners, who do you think needs to win the briefcase the most? I want to say from a women's standpoint, I'm going to say Ember Moon. I think Ember can benefit 
because we haven't seen a face, a woman as a face, as the Money in a Bank briefcase holder yet. It's been Carmella and Alexa Bliss. So I think she could benefit from it. I think it will fit perfect with her character. Um, from a man's standpoint, who needs it the most? Um, needs it? I would love to see like a guy like Bobby Lashley. I think, you know, I know there are the rumors that he's taken off during summer, after SummerSlam, but you can't believe everything. So I think he would benefit from the most. Uh, we've seen WWE change the War Machine's name three times from War Machine to War Raiders to the Viking Experience to the Viking Raiders. What should WWE do if that name doesn't take off? I think, I don't, just leave it alone. Um, we can stay with the Viking Raiders. I said last week, even though I didn't like it, I think maybe it's a PG thing. So I think you keep that name and they're going to get over just because of the type of wrestlers they are as long as they're able to keep that character uh, i was listening to my boys at view from the top rope and like they said no matter what you call them if they be able to keep that style they're going to take care he's like, even if you call the thing one and thing two and then his last question how long should becky go pull a double duty with both titles i'd say that she should i say that she should back uh be back to one belt by the time SummerSlam rolls around but should she drop one sooner? Um, me personally, I think she should drop it now. Um, it was cool, but I think you get the title back on Charlotte, and then you have um, sets up for a Bailey or a Ember Moon to take the title from Charlotte. I think it was cool. We saw the man. She did her thing. She's been going. She's been red hot since SummerSlam, and now we understand. Let's let her run on Monday Night Raw and let her dominate that brand. And then the last question uh, from Seagon, uh, forgive me if I pronounce your name wrong, is that uh, what's going on with Co what's going to be Kofi um, Kofi Kingston's WWE title reign direction? I think Kofi's going to have a decent run. I think he's going to take care. He's going to have that traditional babyface run that probably really won't last till SummerSlam. We saw this with Naomi. Um, a couple years ago, so I think that's what's going to happen. I just hope he doesn't get like pushed to the side. I love the fact that on SmackDown Live, the main event, he was in the main event, and he was um, that was the last thing we was left. Kofi Kingston getting turned on by Kevin Owens, and that's what's going to make it a big deal. I just hope that he can main event one of those pay per views. So, one thing I didn't get a chance to talk about. Uh, before I close out, Sasha Banks, man. Um, I understand that Sasha Banks is um, word on the street because that's all it is for right now. Word on the street. Sasha has not gone to, um, is going to wait out her contract. So people may say, well, what do you do? I, I don't get it. Um, you know, I obviously I'm not there. It's more stuff. I'm pretty sure. I can't see her getting like people, you know, rumors about her losing the title. She's not going to post all that stuff congratulating the Iconics. Um, but that does make you think maybe she's not invested anymore because there's no talk about getting those titles back or saying, you know, you guys got one. So I don't know. Um, maybe she's just happy. But overall, I think she just needs a break. You know, she's been going at it for a while. You know, these women in this women's revolution, and when have they really... When you really think about when have they gotten a long break, an extended vacation. So I think that's what she needs. And I hope, you know, I would love to see her get back in there. But doesn't mean, you know, 
they're still going to continue. Still going to be a WWE. Still going to be a women's division without her. So that's where I am with that. So, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Break It Down with Brian H. So, make sure you follow us on Twitter. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, at WrestlerRealm. Subscribe down low on YouTube if you're watching. Click the subscribe button in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, um, Spotify, Stitcher. If you listen, if you're on Podcoin, you know, getting them coins while you listen to the podcast. Make sure you subscribe there because you can do that too and drop a five-star rating. Until the next time, folks, I'm Brian H. Waters. So long, everybody. Hey, guys. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Break It Down with Brian H. If you like what you see, go ahead and hit subscribe down low and check out all the other stuff brought to you by The Wrestling Realm.